All right, welcome back, losers. This is the Closing Time Podcast, episode 12. We're coming to you live from our living room, which we affectionately have called Studio H. Home studio, studio home, whatever you want to call it. They tried to kick us out of Studio A. They kicked us out of Studio F. But what do we do? We bounce right back up. We're here, your hosts, Milan Aransky. Sully Solberg, we picked ourselves off the ground. We dusted off our dusty boots. We hung, we hung some posters on the wall. Took us an hour, but we did it. But we did it. We got a soundboard from Amazon. We said it was Dr. Dre's soundboard. Turns out it kind of doesn't work, but we figured it out. We got a special little adapter piece. Nothing can stop us now, guys. We're here in our studio in home. What are we going to do? We are going to make some magic on episode number 12 of the Closing Time Podcast. Let's go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Closing Time Podcast. Uh, we have some updating to do because we have been away for three weeks on, in a time where we said we're bringing you more content. So what, we've, what, have we, what have we been doing? We've been bringing you some live content. We've been doing stand-up. We've been doing a lot of stand-up, as you can see. If you follow us on Instagram or Twitter or any social media, personal or... Closing Time Podcast. Um, we've been doing a lot of shit. Uh, we number one, we opened for Kate Belton. Or oh, actually, yeah. number one, we did the Class Clown Show, which you guys already know about. You guys already know. Raised seven hundred fifty dollars. Not a big deal. Not Keep a the big change. We don't even need it. And then we turned Gaffers into our own venue, in which we worked with Mike Green to bring in uh, Kate Belton, who was recording her comedy album at oh, the Hands of Daughter. She came in all the way from beautiful Kelowna, BC, to Shitlockport, Manitoba. Yeah. An absolute truck stop in Manitoba. But, but you know what? She she seemed to like it. She, she liked it so much she commented on my Facebook post. Not a big deal. And she had a great show. We opened for her. That was a nice little stepping stone. That's right. That's 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 what you got to do. Yeah. Then after that, what did we do, Milan? We opened up for one Mr. Nick Nemiroff. He I, was in he, town. He was from Conan. He's from Just for Laughs. And he's he, from Los Angeles. The funny that is, that's that's enough right there. Yeah, it is. Guy from Los Angeles is in Lockport. I mean, he was originally from Montreal, but he now lives in a place with much better weather, yeah. better looking people, probably a lot nicer people, a lot more homeless people, which is hard to believe. Hard to believe because Winnipeg has a very big population of people who are asking you for change. Mm-hmm. This girl today asked me for change. Mm-hmm. Sort of off into a little tangent. Yeah, but um, it's the same girl. You've probably seen her. She wears a blonde wig sometimes other times she just asking for money for the bus oh yeah that's the worst turns out she has she stole a student's bus card okay so she doesn't even need bus money i she asked me for money two minutes later she went to the store bought herself a pack of smokes mm-hmm. comes out and smokes them in front of me has the nerve to ask me again for change for the bus got on the same bus as me used the bus card and i like was like this fucking bitch so yeah. next time she asks me for money, I'm going to say, why don't you just pull out your Pego card there, Peggy, <laughs> and use it on the bus instead of asking me for smoke money. You like follow her onto the bus. She uses the Pego card. You like slap it out of her hand. Show me your student ID. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we opened for Nick Nemiroff. That was a really good show. That was a really good show. It was show. a really shitty night. It was cold. It was a Wednesday, mm-hmm. but a lot of people came out. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Everyone seemed to have a good time. Yeah. And I feel like Gaffer's really like, it seemed more like the comedy venue that we really sought out for. Um, so thank you for anybody that came to the Nick Nemiroff show. Um, it was a blast. It was cool meeting him. It was cool talking to him. It was. Great guy. Yeah. And we're going to try to host. We're going to have more shows regardless. We just don't know where what, they'll be. Where they'll be. So stay tuned because Selkirk and surrounding areas will have more comedy from the right. boys. That's right. Oh, man. What else is going on? You know what? It's 
a de- it's almost the end of an era. It almost is the end of an era. An end of the teens, the 2000 teens. The 2000 teens. <laughs> and well, our teens. Looking back, our teens are already over. Yeah. Looking back, I'm going to I'm going to tell my non-existent children mm-hmm. in my ball sack right now. Mm-hmm. Currently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them all about the teens. Yeah. What are you, so you, know you going to tell them? You know how your parents say, oh, the 80s. Yeah. We could say, oh, the teens. The teens. You're, you had to be there. Oh, the Nintendo Wii. It took us all by storm. We yeah. didn't. You haven't lived, <laughs> and so you have to take the batteries out of your remote control for the TV and put them in your Wii controller because you didn't have any. And then they die, and you have to like spin them around. You're like it's gonna work, it's gonna work. Yeah. Just wait, 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 wait. You switch them from one Wii to another. You have your like friends over, and you're just all embarrassed. Like, oh, this doesn't, yeah. doesn't usually happen. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is really weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I, <laughs> I, I think my parents have some batteries upstairs. I'll go check. And there's that one friend that's just like, fuck it. We're playing. We're only playing two players. Sorry, Billy. Yeah, sorry. Maybe you should have brought your own controller next time. You gotta time. rotate in. Yeah. But yeah, all the good times we've had, man. Good times together. Good times apart. Good times apart? What have you done apart? <laughs> I don't know. There's a time I didn't know you. A time I went to summer camp. That's Wait, right. You went to summer camp? I went to summer camp at a Bible rec camp? center. No, I went to a regular summer camp. And uh, I remember this like it was yesterday. There was this, uh, <laughs> there was, there was uh, some tension in summer camp because a kid had just gotten kicked out of the summer camp forever for bringing a knife. Not a knife to stab people with, just a knife, maybe like a pocket knife, maybe a knife to, to maybe he was cutting up some charcuterie. Who knows what he was doing? Charcuterie? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know what he brought it for, but it wasn't for a purpose of harm. But they flipped shit and they kicked this kid out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, because I've been bringing my pocket knife every fucking day. <laughs> you know why? Because my dad gave me this pocket knife. He looked me dead in the eyes and he said, a real man never leaves home with his pocket knife. So I'm like, fuck, well, I'm not, I don't want to be a half man. I want to be a full man. So I start bringing this thing. Every day, I'm in my fort. I'm cutting sticks. I'm using the little scissors. I'm cutting off leaves. I don't know why, but I'm doing it. I'm cut open this bag of cement and played in it for some reason. <laughs> I think I got like inhaled a bunch of asbestos or whatever. Asbestos. <laughs> whatever that's called. The bestest asbestos. <laughs> I got hailed a bunch of the bestest <laughs> and uh, lived to tell the tale. So, anyways, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. What happens when you build a kick ass fort? Other kids want to play in it. So, there's this kid. I'm going to say his name. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> his name, Nick Frias. He comes into my fort. I'm like, whatever. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you in. And then he sees me playing with my knife. I think he gets a little bit jealous. He comes over to me and he's like, what? Did you know the kid got kicked out the other day for bringing a knife? I was like, I don't care. He's like, why don't you care? I look him dead in the eyes. I'm like, real man never leaves home without his pocket knife. He's like, shit, can I use it? I'm like, I don't know. My, I don't know. Do you know how? He's like, yes, I know how. He cuts a stick, fucking cuts his hand immediately. Cuts his hand, and I'm like, don't show anyone your wound. You can get us all pinched. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm whatever. I take my knife back. I fucking wipe the blood off on my shirt, and I keep going, you know? Yeah. I cut more sticks. <laughs> <laughs> the day ends, and I'm like, don't you fucking show your mom this, <laughs> because his mom was my ride home. You said that when you're like six. Don't you fucking tell your mom this. He's <laughs> no. like, oh, I've never heard that word before. No, I did. I said probably that exact words. He gets in the front seat, shows his mom his finger, and immediately goes, look, mom, I cut myself. I'm like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> I already knew it was going downhill. I have a fucking 10-minute car ride. I got to soak this for, you know? She goes, how did you do that? And he goes, with Milan's knife. And she goes, Milan, what do you, where did you get a knife? 
And I was like, it's my pocket knife. She goes, why were you playing with it? I goes, to cut sticks, obviously. And she's like, you know, you really shouldn't be playing with knives. Uh, I don't know who thought uh, it'd be okay to give you that. And then I, I just like wait till she like looks back while she's talking to me. I just go, my dad said, a real man never leaves home without his pocket knife. And she's just like, this kid's fucking bananas. And I never trusted that kid again to this day. No, I'm just kidding. He's a good guy. But uh, for the rest of that camp, I was like a little bit leery of going around him. You know, once a kid snitches on you, it's just never the same. Plus, his parents think you're like a delinquent now. Yeah, I know. Like they'll never let you go to sleepovers with him. Yeah, I know. Or he'll him go to sleepovers with you. But who's it going to the sleepovers? Oh, you know, Brayden. Oh, okay. Milan. Like, no. No. You're not going. Not going. Remember that one time? Pocket knife? Pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny. One of my, like, favorite hockey stories when I was a little kid, as you know, I thought I would make it to the NHL. So I'm probably, like, 10 years old. I'm, I'm practicing in my backyard. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm shooting pucks. I'm picking corners. I'm developing my skill set. A couple times, I miss. Puck goes flying over. Hits my neighbor's house. Not a big deal. I don't break any windows. I think it's fine. I probably continue hitting her house for the next, like, three, four years. So now I'm, like, 14. Shots are getting a little harder now. They're flying a little higher. They're hitting her house with more velocity. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, I hit her house. She comes out of her house, walks around, and it was like, hey, you've been hitting my house with your fucking hockey pucks for the last, like, four years. And she was like, old ladies, one of the best ladies you'll ever know. Wholesome, wholesome lady, active member of the community, a solid person, a real role model. So she comes over and she goes, you've been hitting my house for, like, four years. I just want to let you know I have, a, a, like, a arrhythmia in my heart. And sometimes, like, when you hit my house, it scares me, and it can cause my heart to, like, skip beats. So can you please stop hitting my house? So I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem, which I don't. I keep playing. From now on, every time I let a shot go and it flies over into her yard and it hits her house, I run to the garage, put my stick down, close the door, lock it, run to my house, go into my bed, and pull over the covers. <laughs> because when you are in a lie, that's what you do, you know? Yeah. So I do that. Obviously. Obviously. So I've been doing that for like, like maybe like maybe like another like two or three months. Then one day, I just let a fucking this absolute rocket go. It goes off the crossbar, flies 80, 80 feet in the sky, boom, right off Ruth's, Ruth's house. And then it rolls, and it goes into her eaves trough. The puck's in her eaves trough, right? So I'm like, ah! So I get scared. I close, I run to the garage. I put my shit away. I do my classic. I run, into, I run into my house, and I go into my bed, and I pull the blankets over me. I don't know why. I'm like 14 years old at this point. Okay. All of a sudden... My mom is going like, oh my gosh, something's wrong. Something's horribly wrong. And I'm like, that's exactly what she said. Something's horribly wrong. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no. It's like a bad script. Yeah. Something is horribly wrong. <laughs> Something is horribly wrong with that. <laughs> so, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> She's like, uh, oh man, what's, what's going on? There's, there's, there's sirens everywhere. And I'm like, oh shit. And I look outside and this fucking ambulance is like in Ruth's driveway. And I'm like, holy fuck, I think I killed her. So I go back in my room. And I just I just start crying, and I'm going like, <laughs> like you know. And my mom comes in, and she's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I was like, "I think I did it. I have something to tell you. But if I tell you, you're gonna be really mad." <laughs> and she's like, ah, "How mad can I be?" You know. She I, she's like, "You know, well, like, what did you do?" And I was like, "I think I know why the ambulances. I know why they're there." And she's like, "Oh shit! <laughs> what did you fucking poison the neighbor?" I was like, "No." I just kept hitting her house. 
with hockey pucks? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, no, I'm sure that's not why. It turns out that wasn't why. The ambulance, like, just sometimes, like, she needed special shit delivered. At least that's what they told me. Maybe they just told me that to make me feel better. Yeah. I, I don't know. She's you know? still alive. So she's still like... alive. She never did die. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I spent thirty minutes in like just like the mental hell of wondering if I just killed a, an killer. elder an elderly woman the young age of like thirteen or fourteen, you know? That's fucked. Fucking crazy. And that's that's one of the highlights of your decade. <laughs> one of my decade. Yeah, one of the highlights of my decade was a story that I can't believe I haven't told on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Was my first ever breakup. Okay. And Milan's heard this because he was directly involved with it, but I don't want to let you guys know. Probably one of the funniest stories I've ever seen unfold in front of me. I know. So what happened was I was in grade 10. I had been dating this specific person for the past three years. Which in grade 10 years, that's like that's like a marriage. Yeah, like we've been dating for a while. And you know, things are a little like when you're younger, whatever, things have to end. So this was going to end, but I was thinking, I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Because we've been dating for so long, her parents give me rides all the time, you know, this is going to be weird. Right. At the time, we were still going to driver's ed, so we didn't have licenses yet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck yeah, here's my plan. What I'll do is I'll text her all weird throughout the day that's so she knows that something's up, so she knows it's <laughs> not a surprise, right? She like texts you like the most basic question, what do you want to do like at lunchtime? Right. I mean, what's lunchtime? Yeah. Just like weird shit like that. Exactly. Um, you just came back from Montreal that day. So you and a bunch of people were in the cafeteria with all your bags packed because you just came back. Is that what happened? Yes. Okay. Or you're going on trips. You went some, on a, some trip. You I went on a trip yeah. s- trip that I was not on. Yeah. So you came back and I'm talking to you. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I was like, mm. you'll find out later. Yeah, this is the most weird thing. It's like, so oh, it's, like, like it's like you wrote this script in your head. Yeah, in you're your like, mind, you're probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this You're script? like, dude, something's about to happen. And I was like, what's about to happen? It's fucking, what is it, poutine day? No one told me. Yeah. He's like, something's about to happen. You'll and find like, out later. You'll find out later. And then he fucking backs out of the situation. So my whole plan, this is the douchiest thing I've ever done, was that I was going to break up with her at the end of the bell. So that way, I have to get on the bus because I don't have another ride home because I don't have a license yet. Neither does she. That way, I can just get on the bus and then after we break up, I don't have to deal with the crying, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's the worst part. Right. So uh, 20 minutes before the bell, I've been texting her all day, weird shit, cryptic messages like... uh, Whatever happens, I just want you to know that you're a great person. Yeah. And like, whatever happens, I just want you to know I want you to be happy at the end of the day. Stuff like that. So she knew what was going on, and she's smart enough to come downstairs and confront me like a man that I wasn't at the time. <laughs> like the man that I'm not. Yeah. So she comes down the stairs, and she says, we need to talk. And I was like, fuck. Because I knew that my my plan had been foiled. Yeah. So we go to the hallway, and she goes, what's up? And I looked her in the eye, and I said, I'm sorry. And she knew exactly what was going on, so she started crying, right? Right. So now she's bawling and it's in the middle of the hallway and I hate crying. Yeah. So I was like, hey, do you want to move maybe to like a place that's not public? <laughs> hey, can you just stop crying for a second? Can we move this to yeah. somewhere else? I was like, maybe we should just take this like privately. And she's like, oh, no, we're not moving anywhere. Fuck you. Is it another girl? I was like, it's not another girl. It wasn't. Um, and she's like, another. T- then a teacher walks by. He stops in his tracks and just goes up to me and just goes, what did you do to her? Yeah. What did you do to her? I was like, I didn't do anything. She's like, you didn't do anything. And he's like, okay, but I got my eyes on you. I'll be back in 20 minutes, and I want to know what happened. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're slowly moving towards the front doors, and there's like five minutes to the bell. 
and I break the news to her, and she's still crying. And all of a sudden, uh, the biggest stoner in the school walks through the front door. Mm-hmm. He walks through the front door, he sees us, and he automatically makes the decision to tell me a story that happened to him earlier in the day, which he never should have told me. He walks up to me and just goes, Oh, dude, you're never going to believe what happened today. I was like, Joel, not really the time right now. Because she's standing right in front of me crying. Yeah. I was like, Joel, not really the time right now. He goes, oh, no, dude, you're not going to believe it. I was like, Joel, not really the best time. He goes, no, 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 you got to hear this. Somebody, <laughs> somebody took a shit in the urinal. <laughs> and I'm trying not to laugh because she's crying in front of me. It's a serious situation. So I'm like, Joel, not really the time right now. He's like, dude, you don't understand. It's not... This is not something you see every day. Somebody took a, 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 a he put their feces physically <laughs> in say, the urinal. Did he say huge, yeah. huge steamer, bro? Yeah, yeah. Steamer is sitting in the urinal. Yeah, you don't understand, <laughs> dude. Like a big stinker is sitting inside the place that you normally pee. And then I was like, dude, not really the time. And I pointed at my girlfriend and she saw me point and she started crying harder. And he said, are you fucking crying? <laughs> And she went, yes. And he went, weird. And then walked away. Yeah. And I'm trying not, still trying not to laugh, but that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. And so finally the bell rings and I just go, oh, uh, well, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's time for me to go. I got on the bus and I left. And that is how the story ended. Yeah, but you didn't leave. You didn't leave the situation because there's still like a little bit of time like left in the day. People are like are putting around. You know, there people are like finishing up shit. You know. Yeah. So everyone runs to me, and it's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, I remember specifically Ava Kelly gets right in my grill. She's like, don't act like you don't know what happened. And I was just like. I don't know what you mean. And I had this little shit eating grin on my face because I didn't know what it, I didn't know what she meant. But also it's just like funny that she's getting so upset. Yeah. She's like, Don't you dare tell me you don't know what happened. I know you're doing the thing where you're like, Don't tell me you don't know. Yeah, you, you don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You're the one who doesn't know what happened. You would tell me what happened. And then she's like she's like, uh, you know, you know, somebody whose name will not be named was just bawling. Bawling in the hallway, there's just there's just tears everywhere, and and I know you know what happened. I was like, oh, so you know who was crying? Well, why don't you ask her what happened? <laughs> she would probably know, not me. And you're like, and then she just fucking going off, you know? Yeah. And then a swarm of people like coming around me, and they're like, you mean to tell me your best friend doesn't tell you when he's gonna break up with his girlfriend? I was like, that's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> this is the first time hearing of any of this. I text you. I'm like, dude, where are you? Like, on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the bus hasn't left yet. Yeah. I see her standing outside waiting for her bus because her bus is a little late. Yeah. So she's standing outside in the, in the sidewalk just crying. And I'm yeah. on the bus just like, she's like really, like literally outside my window where you are crying on the street. Yeah. I'm just sitting in my bus seat going like. You got to use audio though. No one can, no one can see oh, what I'm you're like doing. Looking, I'm looking straight. <laughs> I am looking straight, straight north. Yeah. And she's approximately 150 paces west outside the window. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so fucking that was pretty funny. Um, and then the next day, uh, I go into like this class that I had with the stoner mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm like, he comes up to me. He's like, dude, why the fuck was so-and-so crying? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well explain the situation. I broke up with them, broke up with her. He goes, oh dude, that's 
pretty weird, but check this out. And he took his egg sandwich that he had for lunch and he threw at the kid that was mentally challenged. And I was <laughs> like, this kid is the fucking worst guy I've ever met. That's like going back. We're going back. We're highlighting moments of the 2000 teens. Uh, one of the funniest things I ever encountered on the bus, bus plus sandwich gave me this memory. One time I'm on the bus with uh, one of my best pals. To this day, we're still cool. Riley Rubischowski. We're sitting in the back of the bus. And for some reason, he just decides he's gonna he's gonna take his sandwich and throw it out the window. I don't know why. And he he rolls down the window and he throws it out the window. And I shit you not, it was like, and it gets sucked back by like the force of the wind or whatever, and it lands right on the car behind us, like on the windshield. <laughs> and we see the guy using his windshield wipers, and he's wiping, he's trying to wipe the sandwich off his window. But there's like there's like a piece of bread like here, like a piece of salami here, there's like mustard. Like I sound like I'm making this up, but I just swear. Fucking God, this happened. And it was like still to this day, like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was like dying laughing, like just absolutely losing it. Oh, my God. Think of all the funny shit you did on like just a school bus. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, this is what we should do. We should just do like a like a time capsule. Yeah. Of our, the last decade. Yeah. Like, Matt, there's so many fucking funny stories that we could tell. Yeah. Like what else? Like, uh, Like going back, like. Um, that whole trip we took to Vegreville, like obviously, like there's a personal stuff that people won't get, but like, yeah, the polka dancing thing, yeah, tell that again. Yeah, the funniest thing was like, uh, we went to this trip, and it was like a bunch of like Ukrainian kids that were on this bus because like our school had like such so many Ukrainian kids in it, like whatever, right? But the point of the trip is like it's the first time like you're like away from everybody you know, like you have no parents around. It's just like you, your buddies fucking having a great time right mm -hmm. and like the 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 crescendo of the trip is like the vesna festival mm -hmm. which is like vesna means spring in ukraine so the spring festival and and, and there's dancing and there's music and whatever and this is this is like this is like a fucking boy girl event you're like how old are you like 13 or yeah 12 like just or when you start liking girls and i remember uh this is you were you were in a serious relationship a serious grade eight relationship oh yeah and uh i still remember you coming up to me like do you think it's like bad if i polka with tatiana uh, i mean you know i don't know how to feel about it it's a real conflict of my morals you know and i'm like i think it'll be okay and they start the music like ding 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 because it sounds like you like fucking like it like uh what's it called like grinding together you know but you're doing the polka yeah so uh i remember that was the first time i ever made a girl cry like firsthand when i was like 13 because mm -hmm. i kept denying that girl because she i didn't know how to polka yeah. but i didn't want to admit that yeah so she's like do you want to polka and i was like i can't she's like why i was like i'm hanging out with brayden yeah she said, all you do is hang out with brayden 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 she's like getting in my like face right i'm like jesus christ this girl's fucking heated at the time i was a little dude i was like fucking five foot two mm -hmm. i was like 110 pounds and this girl's like getting in six, my grill six foot fucking no she's not six foot fucking she's She's a regular size, 13-year-old girl. I'm just small. <laughs> but you know what the worst part of this all was? Okay, so it said on the on the field trip form that you should dress semi-casual. I didn't know what that meant. So I brought my nice shorts, and it turned out at the Vesna Festival, shorts were not permitted. <laughs> so I had to go back up to the hotel room. I don't know if you remember this, but I had to wear Riley's jeans. Yeah. Riley was like 5'10". I was like 5'1". 
So these jeans, I look like fucking Soldier Boy from 2003, <laughs> and then I had to use a belt, and my my waist was so small. I wrapped one of the, my one of the kids on the trip. I took his belt and I wrapped it around my whole waist twice. So I'm not looking in fine form, and I'm fucking denying girls. I don't know where I got the balls to have this much confidence at such a young age. No, you know? I remember it wasn't because you had huge balls. <laughs> this guy, it, it wasn't because was... you were a good guy. It was because <laughs> you're a fucking douchebag. No, it was because you turned to me and you're like a. She's like, do you want to poke her the first time she asked you? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, let me think about it. That kind of thing. Yeah. And you turn to me, you're like, dude, I don't know how to lead. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how to dance. Yeah. And she's like, I was, she's, you're like, I don't know how to dance. I just don't know how to lead. I don't want to look like, like. Because that was like the thing. They like the guy has to lead the polka. Very. That's a fucking big deal. You and know. I, I, and don't act like you knew how to lead. You just as lost as ever. No, no, no. I, I totally did, and that's like part of the rest of the story. Is that like eventually we did like after they started crying, <laughs> we did polka with them. Mm-hmm. But it was after a long. I remember that person. This is so. This is such. This is a sign of the times. A time capsule, if you will, had on her. Uh, her like her like I don't know her like little grade eight like cocktail dress. And then the signal that she was done with me is she put her fucking Aeropostale lime green hoodie on over top of it, and then she fucking put her hoodie up. And, and would just give me the stink guy. And then I walked past her and she stood up and fucking pushed me as hard as she could and called me an asshole. And I was like, holy fuck. Never seen a, a, a person get this mad, you know? Yeah. And she pushed me. She pushed me hard. I flew back, you know? It was really <laughs> emasculating. Like, this person outweighs me a little bit. I fucking fly back. I'm wearing Soldier Boy's jeans. I got belt wrapped around my waist twice. You make the physical sound of, ow. I was like, hey. I was like, there's, uh, I think I might. There's no reason to push like <laughs> some <laughs> pussy shit like that. Yeah. No, the funniest thing was like uh, after we finally did dance with them. I mm-hmm. remember we were both side by side, and I heard at the same time, "You do you even know how to lead?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, you have to do it like this." And I was like, "Oh, this is the worst thing." Yeah. A girl telling me how to how to lead. Yeah. She's like, "Let me be the lead, and I'll show you." Yeah. Like, oh. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I was like, "Dagger." Yeah. No, same this same shit happened to me, and then right when I. I had already won, won our, our tandem of Ukrainian ladies back. Um, I remember they were like, can we get a picture together? And I was like, yeah. And then I turned to all my friends and I was like, everybody, get in. <laughs> get in. And there's like fucking a bunch of guys she doesn't, she doesn't like know, you know? Yeah. And then just even more mad. And then, and then fucking Kyla Y said something to her and then that made her mad. And then... Uh, I remember there's a 16-hour bus ride coming up that we had to deal with these fucking mad people at, at, at like, for 16 hours, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like two just furious 13-year-old girls yeah. for 16 hours on a bus. You can't even leave, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how we, de- how we dealt with that. We just didn't give one shit. It is. You give one fuck. We That's just kept it moving. <laughs> I remember because, like, there's bus has, like, it's pretty big, and there's, like, a lot of kids, but you can just, like, rotate around where you are on the bus. Yeah. And that girl sat in the, like near closer to the front, and, and like we just never talked never to them talked to them. Time. And they got off and Dauphin, and we never saw them again. Yeah, they're like turned to us to, like to say bye. We're just like, Put anyways, what I was saying about the Excalibur sword is, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And we just didn't like we literally didn't care at all, and they like based their whole trip off that. Yeah. We also snuck off to the water slides, which is a funny story. We won't tell that one. We already did tell that one. I think we did. Yeah, that's water slides and literal shit storms. Now, you know what we need? We need more friends that have, like, cabins and shit. Yeah. Because I just feel like I don't have enough rich friends that have, like, cabins and boats and tubes. Because I've spent my whole time, my dad, like, brings me to the lake. And he's like, all right, go swimming. Go jump off a cliff. But it's not, like, you're not like, going boating. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about fishing. But I just want to go tubing, you know? Yeah. And then, like, 
my water experiences, I used to go to the Selkirk public pool and I get bullied by the hood rats and then I'd fucking come back home and that was my day, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like it was nice. Like the couple of times we did get to go to people's cabins. Yeah, for but, sure. Like, like the time we went to, you know, I'm, I mean, we probably shouldn't say her name, but like, yeah. we went to a person's like, cabin. Let's call her like, I don't know. Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. We was just like, we went to Sheila's cabin. Yeah. Um, multiple times. And uh, yeah. When I, I insulted your grandma, dude. Yeah. Did I ever tell that story on the podcast? I don't think so. Oh man. So this person's, the reason she had the cabin that we could come to is it was, it was like her grandma's and it was in her family. Right. So to like, kind of like be respectful every time we would go, we would go check in with the grandma, say hi to her and whatever. And she would like make us dinner and it was like a good time. So one day we went over there. It was, it was me, Sheila, who should Sheila's friends be named? Do you have uh, to change her name? Yeah. We might as well. We on the theme just, of it. Yeah, Sheila and fucking Coraline. Coraline. So uh, it was like, it was me, Sheila, and Coraline and Brayden sitting around the table. And one thing you should know is that Sheila's uh, granny had like like something wrong with her legs. Like she couldn't walk very well. And she walked with like, I can't remember. Was it a cane or was it like a walker? It was a cane. She walked with a cane and like a, a noticeable limp. So we're all sitting around, and I'm known to, like, just fuck up impressions on people's families. Like, in business, in job interviews, I nail that shit. Families, it's just it's just not been my strong suit their life. That's just because you're just too, like, rugged. You know it's what I mean? too brash. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm really good with families because I have a soft voice. <laughs> you know I mean? like, oh, wow. Jessica. You're good at, you know what it is? You're good at acting like you're impressed by things. Yeah, wow. You have three kids? God damn. I could never do it. Oh, dude, the labor in that, you know, you must, you're a strong woman. You're strong. I respect that. I respect that in you. Yeah. That's just like something you're, something you're good at. Something I lack, especially as a, as a younger guy. Mm. So, uh, we're at this, we're at this dinner with the granny and, uh, I'm not really saying much. I'm just keeping it quiet. I'm not trying to fuck this up. So she looks at me and she goes, Oh, Milan, would you, uh, like some lemonade? And I'm like, Oh, Yes, please. And I don't move a fucking muscle. <laughs> I forget that she like can't walk. Like I'm basically asking her to go get it. Right. And there's like a long ass pause. And she goes, well, it's in the fridge. So, <laughs> I mean, you should probably get up and you probably can go get it. And it was just like the most awkward thing ever. Yeah. And then I had to slowly get up and walk to the fridge and be like, does, I, does anyone else need anything? Like, oh, which is horrible. Because I felt like when she first said it, you didn't put two and two together <laughs> no, that, she, I didn't was, that she like couldn't walk. Yeah. So you're kind of like when she first said it, you were kind of like, you like gave her the face like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. And then that's when you clicked in your mind that this girl's like fucking half paralyzed. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, maybe I should just get it. My, I'll get it myself. Thank you very much. I appreciate your hospitality. Yeah. Well, that was that was so that was like just the to set the stage of like how this this cabin thing went. It was a uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we also spent a lot of the time just me and you together at this person's cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did a lot of cool stuff like as a group. The one thing that I felt really bad about was like leaving because like the second time we went, we went uh, when I, me and Milan were both eighteen. Yeah, but Sheila. <laughs> Was seventeen. Was the only person in the group that wasn't eighteen at the time. I went to this bar called the the Wigwam or some shit yeah, like it was that. A wigwam. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And we're all sitting in there. And I remember there was gypsies. I swear to God, it sounds like I'm making this up, but there was a fucking I don't know what they're clan. called, a clan of gypsies 
like real ass fucking gypsies. I thought they were like a like a like some kind of impersonators, but no, they're they're traveling gypsies in that bar. Crazy shit I ever seen in all my life. The whole thing, like the big earrings and the bandanas and. Mind blowing. They all came on bicycles. It was yeah. fucking madness. I felt like I was in like you ever see that movie Spirited Away? No. It's like a weird like anime movie for kids that it feels like you're on an acid trip. That's what it felt like I was Did in. Did it have a horse in it? Yes. Oh yeah. It that was, was a fucking weird movie. That was Aaron's favorite movie. Really? Time, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like good, but it's like creepy. I don't know. I can't even describe it. But that's what I felt like I was in. So I'm looking at all these gypsies and whatever. And we get in. And Sheila's like, I'm not gonna get in. I'm not 17. And I was like, just have some fucking confidence, all right? Show him your ID like a man and you'll, you'll get it. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying dumb shit like that. Yeah. I don't know why I said like a man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she doesn't get in and gets sent home. And there's like a moment when like the three of us have to decide whether we should sit down and get drinks and uh, or go back and like just sit in the house. The thing, that was, the thing about that that was funny was that when we made the decision – uh-huh. Everybody had been without alcohol on after a, like a three day bender. Like right. everybody had been on a bender for three days right. at her cabin. Everybody had been drinking. We ran out of alcohol, and that's why we were at the wigwam. Yeah. And so when the decision happened, everybody was like, "I need some more alcohol in my system, or I'm going to be hungover." Yeah, but I remember I was like the catalyst in staying, and yeah. I feel bad about that to this day. Like yeah. you two, you two were going like, "Well, I don't know," you know, Coraline saying like. I don't know. It seems a little bit mean. That rubs off on Brayden. Brayden's like, it is a little bit mean. And I'm like, mean? We walked all the way over here for a reason. I remember the exact. I didn't make her 17. That's exactly what he said. It's not my fault that she's underage. It's not my fault that she was born late. (laughs) Which is such a, it's such a stupid and it's such a mean, like an inconsiderate thing to say. But I specifically remember saying I didn't make her 17 so many times, you know? And then the funny thing that happened is we doubled down because... (laughs) We went back, we, we stayed, we finished our drinks, Yeah. we went back, we hung out with her for an hour, she fell asleep, and we all went back to the wigwam. Did we? Yeah. And then she woke up as we were gone. Oh. And we came back, and we're like, this is, we're at her cabin. Oh, and then it got even worse, the third layer, because we fucked up the kitchen, and we were supposed to clean it up. And then we just left her there to clean it up. No, and I remember I got back, and she was like only a quarter done, and I was like, I don't know what I did, but I just got super fucked up with you two. And then I came back, and she's like, yeah, you know, I've just kind of been doing some cleaning. I was like, cleaning? We're on vacation. Like, just the most obnoxious thing, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, we had some good times. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like everyone had a good time on that. Mm-hmm. Put a pause on that. Oh, when we came back. All right, sorry, a little technical in- intermission there. Um, so we came back to the cabin, and I remember I was just fucking hammered. And I was going like, we're on vacation. You're cleaning. And you're like, someone's got to clean it up. Yeah. Oh, man. That's like one of the true regrets of my life. I haven't done that many things that I'm like not proud of that I feel like actually bad about, you know. Yeah. But I feel kind of bad about that because yeah. the whole thing was like, was it her cabin? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's added layers too, but whatever. Yeah. And then that was the same day where like we were on the water in that dinghy. Yeah. And we spent like like a good portion of this day blowing that thing up. Yeah. Like with we didn't have a pump. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then we blew it up like with 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 our mouths. Like blew it up with the air from our lungs. And it was like a lifeguard safety dinghy. Yeah. So it took big. like hours. Well, you could to put do. a motor on this bitch. It took hours. And it was well worth it. Yeah. I think we've told the story before, but we we paddled so far. We paddled to a to a public beach. Yeah. And we had like uh like water bottles full of rum and coke and we we're just getting like hammered and then 
we act we I remember coming in full steam and we're going straight towards the beach and yelling, Land ho! Land ho! And then moms we, are like pulling their kids away. Yeah, they're like, Brandy, get away from those boys. Why? And then we had to pick up the dinghy and portage it all the way back, all the way back. Barefoot. Barefoot through the rock, all the way through where we came from. Yeah. But that was a good time. Yeah. No, and the funny thing was, like at the time, uh, Sheila had a little, little crush on you. And Brandon was dating Coraline. Yeah, I was. So. So it added a weird layer of it. So when we graduated, it you know what's so funny? Like ninety percent of the people are going to be like, "Why the fuck are they using these names?" You know yeah. what I mean? Anyways, I think it's fun to use them. So that's yeah, why we're disguising the people we're that disguising. they for sure know, yeah. and they're for sure going to be like, "Hey, do you know that they they're calling you Coraline?" Yeah, this <laughs> just making it that much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sheila had a crush on you, mm-hmm. and that extended into like our senior skip day. Was that, or I thought that was after? That wasn't that after senior skip day? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like, she's like that happened at the cabin where she like had a crush on you, mm-hmm. and extended. But I thought the cabin was after this senior skip day already happened. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it was before that. that. Was, it was, that happened like then before grade twelve. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it was senior skip day was when we graduated, mm-hmm. and that's when things came to fruition because it's like the end of semester. It's the end of the year. It's, it's, end, of, it's, it's end of high school. It's yeah. end of high school. So like it's the last time you see like a lot of these people again. And we're still to this day really, really good friends. Yeah, we're still cool to this day with Sheila. Like she's like dope. And she's a dope person. Like we're yeah. good friends with her. Yeah, yeah. And she's for sure listening to this right now. Like yeah, fuck yeah. you guys. Fuck you guys. I hate you all so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it's super weird because senior skip day, like everybody's just plastered with yeah. the beach. Yeah, reminded me kind of the cabin vibes. I was on one because I was already <laughs> drunk and I traded, I bought a bunch of fruit snacks, like those like fruit by the foots. I brought fruit by the foots, fruit roll ups, and g- fruit gushers, and I made burritos out of those. And I sold one of the burritos for a bong rip and I got fucking I was gone. Like yeah. I was, I was not alive. Right. Um, but I came back to life and I come stumbling back down the hill. Mm-hmm. And um, I see Milan is I'm sitting on this log, whatever, having a good time, throwing a football around. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, Cor- or not Coraline, uh, Sheila comes up to me. Yeah. And she's like, should I do it? I was like, do what? She's like, you know. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, should I do it? Should I tell him my true feelings? And that was, didn't happen. That's happened. I'm telling you. Get the fuck. You tell me this now? Oh, you didn't know this? No. Yeah, well, this happened. <laughs> she came up to me beforehand. She's like, should I tell him? And I was like, tell who? She's like, Milan, about you know. And I was like, oh, No. I don't think that's a good idea. She's like, I think I should do it. And I was like, maybe don't do it. And she's like, I, I'm definitely going to do it. She's like, it's a time when like everybody just needs to like, you know, let everything loose, let everything go before school ends. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, if you feel like you should do that, I mean, go for it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, Bolan. <laughs> I'm just saying it's probably not a good idea. I was, she's like, I'm thinking I'm going to kiss him. Yeah. And I was like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Do not do that. Well, it's funny because like I didn't know you guys had this little like, encounter, but I remember you taking me for a walk, and you're like, "You have to got to watch out." And, you know, there's people out here who are who are looking, and people are you're just like speaking in these parables. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people out there who are looking, and some people may look, and maybe they want more than what you're selling. And it's like you have something, and they want it, but it's like maybe you're you're holding it, and you don't want to. Maybe it's like, and I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck are you talking about?" Like, and they're just like, "Gonna level with you." Fucking Sheila is just like just on the prowl, and I was just like, ah, oh, well, like, whatever, right? Yeah. But keep in mind, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, 
going hard. It's skip day, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I like can barely even put two thoughts together. Mm-hmm. On the way back, a fucking crazy girl comes up to me and says, do you remember this? Yeah. Crazy girl comes up to me with her arms spread and goes, okay, I know I don't talk to you a lot, but I would just like one hug. And you just went, no, this is not Sheila. Yeah. It was just so, it was like one of the weirdest things because it was like, I don't know. I just, I won't trash the person any more than they need to be trashed. No. Fucking whatever. That's like low-hanging fruit. Anyway, um, so we're walking back, and I'm just like, can you believe that just happened? That was fucking weird. Yeah. And then you're like, why do you have to be such a douche? I'm like, that. I didn't feel like I was being a douche. I felt like I was just Keeping looking. My, my personal space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause like somebody gets in your grill like that, you know, yeah. and just asks you something so weird, you yeah. know, especially a person that you just didn't know. And I never, ever have talked to. So anyways, I keep it, keep walking. I remember this, like, this is one of the funniest moments of, of the teens of the 2000 teens. Yeah. I remember I was sitting on a log and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here on the left side of the log. Sheila's beside me. Then you're beside Sheila. And then beside you is, is Coraline. Mm. So I'm sitting on the I'm sitting on the log and I just start getting asked real weird questions by Sheila. She's like, Would you would you describe yourself as a risk taker? Yeah, I remember this. At like a fucking job interview. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm in one, you know, I'm like ten beers deep. And I'm like, a risk taker? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And you're saying these and I'm yeah. looking at you going like, dude, like stop with my hands. Like I'm doing that like, no, no. Yeah. And you're like and then I remember you switched your answer. Because, no, I was I was like, it wasn't just one thing. It was like, she's like, are you a risk taker? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm a risk taker. Name a risk. I'll take it. She's like, oh, okay. Well, what if you had something good? And it was a good thing. And maybe it was like time for that thing to change. But if that thing did change, like maybe it, you could lose everything. Basically, what I'm saying is this. Let's say there's two buttons. And I'm just like, why the fuck's all these questions? <laughs> what is a fucking job interview, you know? Yeah. It's like, let's say you have two buttons. You, you press one button and everything stays the same. Or you can press another button and you have 50-50 shot. You lose everything or you can gain twice as much as you had before. Which button would you press? I was like, fucking the one twice as before, obviously. And Brandon's like, dude, what the? You're like you're like signaling to me. Yeah. You're trying to, you're waving your arms in the sky. You're mouthing the words, no, no, no. Yeah. And, every- look, and I remember I'm looking at you and going like, dude, what the hell is your problem? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're so drunk, but you just don't get any of like the cues that anybody's giving. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Coraline's just sitting there like, so risk taker, hmm, I'm, I'm getting that, I'm getting that, I'm liking that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just like, uh, oh, Coraline's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's just a stern, like saying fucking anything. Yeah. And I was like, help me out a little here. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This You're is a friend this. too. Yeah. She's like, like, she can make her own decisions. And I was like, no, she cannot. She is drunk. He's drunk. This is going to turn out to be a disaster. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'm like, fuck yeah. I'll press that button. I'll press that button 10 days out of 10. Like, just like, whatever, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, that's just really good to know. And then I finally, like, pick it up because Brandon's, like, mouthing, dude, what the fuck with his mouth. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like, just, like, saying dumb shit. I'm like, I'm just probably going to go, like, play some football. Like, I don't know what I said. Just something, like, no, you try to No, ba- you, ba- you try to backtrack on some of the things. You're like, I wouldn't, after you realize it, you're like, I don't know if I would consider myself that much of a risk taker. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I totally, I totally tried to backpedal. Yeah. You're like, I, I was just, and sometimes things are just like, they're good where they are. You just got to leave. Yeah, them. I was like, sometimes, you know, you have a good thing. Why would you, why would you risk that at all? It's a good thing. How many good things do you even have? And then she just kept saying, like, you said earlier, though. But you said, you did say, yeah. you said, <laughs> you just said, don't, you just said. So, yeah. no, you, you said, you said you're a risk taker. Don't take it back. Meanwhile, there's a guy eating my burrito fruit gushers, just going like, just observing, you know, risk taking. Hmm. 
Risk. Should I take another? Yeah. <laughs> or should I go swimming? <laughs> and keep in mind, Brad is like fucking stone to the... Stone and very intoxicated. Because I remember you disappeared after you traded that for the bone reps, and, I was, and you came back. I was like, holy shit, this guy's eyes are even smaller than usual. Yeah. So anyways, I disappear, and I'm playing with this football, and I'm throwing it, and I'm catching it, I'm throwing it, I'm playing catch. There's only two things you can do. <laughs> you're catching it, you're throwing it. So I catch it. And uh, I remember, like, I was playing, and just to be a just to be a fucking cool guy, I had my beer in my hand, but I wouldn't put it down in the sand. I was just playing football with one hand, because I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was gonna think this is so cool in my junk mind, you know. I'm like, I think I'm like Gronkowski, making one hand catches. Really, I'm just fucking fumbling the ball, making the game harder, you know. You're spilling all over your yeah, exactly. Place, yeah. So <laughs> I throw this pass, and I'm like admiring my pass. The number one thing you don't do. So I'm throwing the ball and I'm watching it fly through the sky. Out of nowhere, I see this fucking Sheila making, like, fucking Braveheart is screaming towards me at full tilt, sprinting, like, hip to lip, hands fucking swinging, running through sand, you know, fucking tits bouncing up and down like it's, everyone's wearing a swimsuit, you know? Yeah. And I, and I remember Braden standing up in slow motion going like, oh, yeah, my hands know? are on my hair like, oh, no. Yeah. And I was going like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And she's like, because it's not every day you see somebody running from 100 yards <laughs> away from you. It was a long way to run. You know what I mean? Mm. Runs straight up to me. And I, like, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. And then, uh, yeah, I planted one. But, like, it's not, that's not the funny part of the story. The funny part of the story is the leading up to it yeah. and the whole risk taker interview thing, you know? Yeah. Let's say there's two buttons. Okay, there's two buttons on the table. Let's say you have a, one button that everything stays the same. She's getting, like, super specific about it. Yeah. Like, you keep saying no, but she keeps finding a new way to ask it. She's like, let's just say, okay, picture this. You could ride one horse. That's just like any horse you've ridden before. Or you can have a one-time opportunity to ride a horse that may be hard to ride, but it's more of a beautiful horse than the other horses. Would you ride the harder horse that may be cooler, or would you ride the same horse that you always ride? And you're like, uh, honestly, I just don't really ride horses. Now, if said horse was a noble steed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, what does the horse represent? Does it represent honesty, or does it represent... Truth and love. And integrity. And integrity. And then uh, she gets like another really specific request. Like, I don't know. She's like, let's say you're playing video games with the boys, okay? <laughs> and you can either play Madden or you can play 2K. And let's say you got, you're really good at Madden, okay? And Madden's like something you do all the time. But maybe 2K, you're like, I don't know. If I beat this guy in 2K, people might think I'm really good at that game too. Yeah. What do you pick? And you're like, I stopped listening like so long ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time capsule. The throwback. What else happened? <laughs> what else happened in the last 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Fuck, I don't know. We worked together in a bunch of places. Yeah. The funniest thing, we used to work at like a like a, like a a hot dog and hamburger stand. And legendary fan of the podcast, Brown and Mikowski. We he used to come to, <laughs> to the stand to drive us to whatever event he wanted to go to. And he would be just psyched to go, obviously, right? And I remember one time, uh, we had like a real busy day. Like it was like it was like like a softball tournament or something. And he's like, "Dude, like the party's gonna start. You're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss it. You be fucking all the hot chicks are gonna be taken." You know, he's freaking out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Man, I don't know what to tell you, but I have a lot of work to do." So he gets in his car, his dad's car, and he drives it to our work. And he shows up and he goes, "What work needs to be done?" And I'm like, I have to clean the windows. He goes, give me the squirt bottle. <laughs> he's going around, whick, 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 
fucking washing windows. Yeah. He finishes all the windows and goes, now what? And all these dishes. And he he fucking helps himself to an apron in the back. Starts washing dishes. Hopefully our employers never hear about this, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're just like, fuck it. And then we have him helping us wash dishes every single weekend to get off fast there. Mm-hmm. To go to wherever we want to go to. Yeah, then we pack a whole poutine for ourselves to, on the go. Yeah, and, and we'd head out. But the funniest thing is one day he would he came into the to the place that we worked, you know, it was all gravel in the parking lot. And then when he was when he was leaving, does he leave like a normal person? Of course not. He fucking <laughs> goes, watch this, and he does a big burnout, spits rocks everywhere, and of course it's right across from the school where his dad works and he gets caught. Do you remember that? Yeah. How mad he was at himself? Yeah. I had, all I have to do is drive out of the parking lot like a normal person. What do I do? What do I do, Mulan? I'm like, you do a burnout? I do a burnout. God, he's getting so bad. Mm-hmm. He's like, they caught me on the cameras. My dad took my truck away. <laughs> so can you guys give me a ride to the party? I'll wash the dishes for you. Yeah. And he did, and we did. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he did that forever, too. He just was so psyched to go. Remember that one time we went to a party? And it was like a party in Beaujolais. And uh, the way to get there was like simple, like you just have to take the highway. But he just chose to take a weird way. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that. We went around and around and around. No, but then he went like down into the bush. Don't you remember we went downhill towards a bridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it was a little like suspension. It was a it was a it was a bridge for pedestrians, not for vehicles. Mm-hmm. I was going, dude. I don't think you should go over this bridge. He goes, dude. How else am I going to get there? <laughs> fucking thing of water and what am I going to drive through the water I think you should turn around and not go over the water at all yeah. I I literally remember going over the this little suspension bridge and the whole truck like the bridge bowing out and like we were literally touching the water and he was going so slow and, and we made it that was one of the weirdest car rides ever too we're the weirdest passengers yeah we did I'm not even gonna yeah, say yeah it's but... not because she'll probably kick my ass yeah literally <laughs> surprisingly she's not like full on pregnant surprisingly pregnant yeah then we what else is a story we haven't fucking told I don't know it's like I met somebody the other the other day I didn't meet somebody I know I know this guy mm-hmm. I see I was a quiet crepe with my girlfriend okay chilling and uh, just throws me back to when we were 18 19 because we never got kicked out of anywhere right no like there's we're not banned in one place we've never been kicked out of anywhere except for the Gimli the Gimli Inn for sleeping. I got kicked out of there. Yeah, we won't bring that up. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I see this guy. He comes into Quiet Crepe. Me and Aaron were having a, enjoying a, a good crepe. Yeah. At like 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And this guy comes in and, should I say his name? Or should I not say his name? Just call him Mike. Yeah. A million Mikes. Yeah. So he comes in and this, this Mike guy comes in with his buddy and they sit down and they, um, Start talking to me. They're like, oh, I can't believe you're here. But they don't realize I'm a girlfriend who they know is there. And then yeah. they look and he's like, oh, and he sees her. He's like, Aaron's here too. It's the best day ever. They're like, oh, what are you doing outside the club? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got kicked out of that place. Anyways, what are you guys doing here? Eating crepes? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, How did you get kicked out of the bar? And he's like, oh, he's exactly word for word what he said. He's like, I tried to take a shot out of the tip jar. <laughs> I was like. What does that mean? Like you try to take the money out of the tip jar? He's like, no, no, no. I try to take a shot out of the tip jar. So what I'm assuming is that he tried to dump his shot into the tip jar and then drink it out of there, which is disgusting because there's a bunch of change in there. <laughs> but they, Swallows a dime. But <laughs> regardless, they're just like, get the fuck out of here. So he got kicked out of that place. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like I can barely go to any of the places in the city anymore. I was like, how many <laughs> places are you kicked out of? He's like, oh, I got kicked out of 441. I was like, how'd you do that? 
It's like, I got in a fight because I stole the manager's fedora off his head. I tried to <laughs> run away with it. And then he's like, I got my head slammed into the ground. And they took a picture of me in there. I'm not allowed back in any time in 4 for 1 ever. I'm lifetime back. You know, I think it's funny. Like, he probably got slammed to the ground on the sidewalk, right? Yeah. And then the manager or the bouncer or whoever picks him back up and walks him back into the bar. He's like, holy shit, they'll let me back in. And then they take his picture and then go, see this guy? He can never come in here again. And then they walk him back out. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's like, yeah, I'm back here. And then right back out, you know? Yeah. Smile for the camera. You know? Yeah. He's probably smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, where, have, where else have you been kicked out of? He's like, uh, OV club. I was like, what did you do fucking there? He's like, I just got in a fight. And he started saying some racist shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's like, I was like, what about the toad in the hole? He's like, oh, I'm not allowed back in there. I was like, why not? He's like, tip jar. <laughs> and I was like, what places haven't you been kicked out of? He's like, well, I'm technically technically not allowed in quiet crepe because I got kicked out of here for yelling. <laughs> I was like, how many fucking places has this guy got kicked out of? He's like, technically a couple karaoke bars, a uh, couple fine dining restaurants. Uh, there's probably some I don't really remember. I was like, Jesus Christ, why? Why? You should talk about it. And yeah. then he goes at the end of it, he's like, you know what? I should start a podcast. I was like, that's the most... So you can yell into the microphone? Yeah, I was like, that's like a pretty demeaning thing to say. Yeah. Because it's like, I've been doing... We like try pretty hard at this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and then somebody just... For somebody to just go like, yeah, I, I think we'd have a successful podcast. Yeah. And I was like, fuck off. That's like one time I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, you know, and on this, and I, I really love stand-up comedy. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get as good as I can. And, you know, I work really hard at it. And he just goes, yeah, I think I could do that. And it's like, that's such a thing, like, just to say you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh... You play in the NFL? Well, I mean, all I would need is the cleats. And I know after that, it's like, who's really stopping me? You know, mm-hmm. not to say that what I do is a professionalized NFL player. I'm just saying, you know, it's a big thing. Go get your feet wet and then, like, come say that, you know? Yeah. But anyways, you know what you should talk about is, uh, is uh, your experience at the at the karaoke thing with a little girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I... uh. I got a new job. It's my third job now. I have three jobs. I'm a working man. A working man. Um, I got a job at... Fuck, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I got a job at Shays Corden, formerly Teo's, on Corden Avenue. Um, and they had a nice little um, open mic for singers. Yeah. And there are some really, really good singers and some not really good singers. And then, like, it's the same thing as open mics for comedy. Right. You have your people that are, like, legend, and you have your people that are, like, not so good. But the funny thing was, like, not to shit on this, it's going to sound, gonna sound kind of fucking mean, but there was a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think she was in it for the singing. I think she was in it for the food that her di- dad buys her after she sings. Right. Because she went up there and she sang, like, I'm just a lost boy. I'll never land. And she had the words down pat. Yeah. And then she just lost it and f- just forgot the words and just started, like, crying. Yeah. And she started crying. And then her dad automatically comes up to me. He's like, come here, come here, come here, come here. I was like, oh, what's up? Like, Give me a three of any kind of your desserts. I was like, okay. So I bring out three desserts. I bring out one, put it down on the table. She's there, the kid. She's like seven years old, over 100 pounds. <laughs> Just fucking huge. Yeah. By the time I put one full-size <laughs> cake down on the table, went to the back, came back out with the next one, gone. Yeah. Like, 
plate lick clean. <laughs> she doesn't even chew. She just sucks it up like the vacuum from Teletubbies. But then they brought her on because they wanted to be nice for an encore. She, she still got on, cake in her face. She went on fucking rocked the show. <laughs> she knew exactly what she was doing. She just wanted the fucking cakes. She just works her dad like that. Okay, I, I do half of Lost Boy from Neverland. Okay, okay. Lose the words. Lose the words. Lose the words. Cry. 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 He sees... She sees uh, her dad calling you over. She's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. She sees the three desserts come off. She goes, that's my time. And she goes, crushes crushes the whole cake. She goes back back up there with cake all over her face. (laughs) Sings more another song. She (laughs) sang the same song, too. But she crushed it the second time. Like, the first time, she's like, I'm just lost. And then the second time, she's like, I'm just lost, boy. I've never left. She does, like, dance moves in it now. She's like, fucking does 360, you know? She's, like, licking her fingers, like... (laughs) That's part of her move. Mm. And then I went up to her. And I, there was like a p- half a piece of cake left. And I was like, oh, are you done with this? She's like, box it up. Like, oh, <laughs> like, like, she looks up at you. I'll tell you when I'm done. Yeah. She ate like her and her dad ate a whole pizza. I think he had two pieces out of the whole pizza. She's <laughs> the most crazy thing I've seen. And then there's a couple other things. There's, there's like, it was weird because it wasn't just one genre of music. It was like all sorts of genres. Like one guy does like smooth jazz and then the next person does like heavy metal fucking rock of Sockham. Yeah. And yeah, so there's like, you remember that guy Moses Suzuki? Kind of, yeah. Like he came on and he was like super animated at the cavern. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he was he was out there. He was there singing. Really? Yeah, and he was pretty good. Like he did like soft jazz. Yeah. And he like wrote his own album. He's like, I wrote, I'm writing my own album right now. But yeah. he hasn't like, I don't know what he's going to do with it. Yeah. Anyways, he does that, and then another guy comes on, and he's like Ronnie Lefter, Lefterbrook, or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. Oh, yeah. And he's doing like guitar solos behind his <laughs> fucking head. It was just the weirdest transition, you know? It's a weird act to follow. Yeah. But meanwhile, this Moses Suzuki guy's going like, I love you. Oh, 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 yeah, I do. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, like slapping the bass, I was like, "This is." <laughs> and you hear like, "I will fucking kill you in your sleep, bitch!" <laughs> and then the little girl comes on, and she sings like, "Fucking half a lost boy, half a lost boy eats some cake." <laughs> and then uh, they have like, a fucking "What was that?" You, <laughs> you just slurred your words. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody comes on, sings some Adele, and then all of a sudden she comes on, does her fucking encore of Lost Boys, and then somebody comes on and does like, somebody does like, uh, I'm blue, if I was green, I would die, Oh, and then the funniest thing, oh, I totally forgot about this. This guy's a really good singer. His name's Cohen. Uh, he sings the anthem like at the bison games all the time good mm-hmm. singer solid singer mm-hmm. but his girlfriend's there and he's like this one's for my girl I know she's gonna blush in the back but uh, this one's for you and he starts playing and he's like oh when she touches my face <laughs> I just love it when she touches my waist oh no dude it's not I really love it when you smile the corner of your mouth just a little bit it makes me blush it makes me cry I was like this and he's like singing this. And she's like in the back going like, oh my fucking God. Like I could literally see her like pasta's like dropping out of her mouth because her mouth is like wide open. Yeah. And he just keeps singing this song. He's like, her, I don't know what her name was. I, I can't remember. She, yeah. He's like, Sarah, you really make me smile. But he's a good singer. So it's super weird too. Yeah. He's like, you make me smile because you're my girl, my girlfriend. I was like, I can't even believe this is happening. He never right breaks now. eye contact. He sings the whole song. He just looks her dead in the eye. Yeah. It was super weird. And then my boss went up and sang. 
and she's like pretty good. Nice. Um, I was just saying, like, I, maybe should I go up there and just like start doing some stand up comedy? That'd you know be so I mean? funny. Yeah, I just grab the mic because there's one guy who just spoken word. He's yeah. talking about toasters for like literally twenty minutes. Really? Like he was up there for a long time. Like they had to snatch the mic away from him because he would get off stage talk about toasters. And really? I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. I push the toast down. Toast brown. Next time, toast rye. My guy. <laughs> toast up. Runaway pops. Crumblies crumbling down. Onto my plate broken frowns all around getting down i wear my crown and i eat my toast a toast a toast to me a toast to you a toast for all the people walking through the zoo animals in cages looking for a way out the only thing on my mind is how my crayons are going to show clout. Ooh. And then they do this. But he kept going for like 20 minutes. Like literally he was just going like, like, and then after you could leave and you come back, cause like I was serving, right? Yeah. So I'd leave, I'd get somebody's food and I'd hear like, the animals roar. And then he'd leave <laughs> and he'd come back and he'd be like, um, Knives cutting. My fingers bleed. <laughs> My arms, they hurt because of the noble steed. My eyebrows crinkle as I think. What can be done? What can be said? What can be spun? The government, the lies, the twisted words. The only thing left to say through this broken door, through this broken glass, is the green on my ass, <laughs> is the green on my fingernails that I sniff, the meth in the city, the lies and the gifts, the hydroglyphics, the paper, <laughs> the signs, and he would leave and he'd come back and he'd be like, my toasted mind. He goes back to the toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is toasted. What I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Coming back to this, yeah. you know what I think is so funny? I wonder, like, because I don't know who can take that seriously. Personally, to me, it's just always hilarious. Yeah. I always wonder if, like, if they are just making it up on this spot, if they ever lose their word, yeah. and they don't know what to rhyme with next. Yeah. So, like, my eyebrows crinkle. Sad. Someone, someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone just snickles. Hello, Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle <laughs> a little eats a Pringle in the can. The can. I'm your man. And they just go around and around yeah. and around like <laughs> he that. He's just like talking about people. He's like, uh, I really tried. Ryan, pretty fried. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, a little drunk. <laughs> Ryan, pretty full. What rhymes with full? I know. Wait for it. Full. That's all my time. Thank you very much. I am uh, Ryan Anderson. Thank you. Everybody just goes like. One guy in the back. Yeah. Some more, please. Mr. <laughs> Can we get a box for more of that?
How long have we been recording this? Uh, an hour. We just did five minutes on fucking spoken word. I think that's fucking hilarious. Spoken word. Okay. Okay. So, as you guys know, we've been putting a lot of work into getting into this this new home studio, Studio H, as we like to call it. Yeah. And we needed a little a little adapter. Not really important what we yeah what we needed, but what we needed was very hard to find. So. We, we're trying to find a day we can do it. Turns out we're both free on a Friday. We're like, fuck yeah, let's go. On the way there, we're going to Best Buy because we think that's the place to get it. We're on our way there, and I think to myself, oh, shit. This is just isn't any Friday. It's fucking Black Friday. Fucking Black Friday. We're on our way to Best Buy. At all, Polo Park, the busiest mall in Winnipeg. With all the morons in Best Buy fighting over blenders. Yeah, and fucking Fitbits. So we go there, we wander around for like 55 minutes, we ask three people for help, as you do. We get nothing, we have to leave. We go across the road, we go into the mall. We don't even have, we, we can't even drive because there's too many cars on the road, and somebody in Winnipeg stole a fire truck that day and was driving it around like a maniac. Yeah, literally, not to cut off our story, but somebody literally stole a fire truck in our city and drove it and crashed into shit. Does that not sound like Grand Theft Auto to you? You know what I thought was funny is like, how did he know to like honk the horn and turn on the lights and shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I bet you he's just having the time of his life in there. He's pressing all the buttons. He's bram, bram, woo, yeah, the hose is going off in the back. That's what I said. It's like when the police come, he takes the hose and shoots them all with water. Yeah, because you know? like at that point you're going to jail for a while. Yeah, you might as well. You might as well make it a good one. Yeah. So, anyways, we we gotta walk to the, to the mall. We go to we go to the source. It stinks in there. It's a small place. There's a lot of bodies. Stinky, no results. We go to Apple. We fucked around there for a little while. There's the like guy a, says he'll help us. He doesn't help us. There's a million people in Apple that just don't need to be in there. Like, yeah. just looking at fucking iPods and taking pictures of themselves on, like, iPads. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyways. So we go there. No results. The guy comes over to us. He goes, did you try Best Buy? We're like, yeah. He's like, did you try the source? We're like, yeah. He's like, I guess you already tried Apple because you're here. <laughs> I'm like, not the time for a joke, buddy. <laughs> So he goes, there's one last hope. You can go to Memory Express. So we, we pack it up. We, we debate whether it's worth it. And we go to Memory Express. This place looks like a fucking garage. All the, the ceiling is not even finished. It's like you can still see all the vent work and shit in there. And it looked like everything there was like something that either got stolen or fell off the back of the truck. Yeah, because the weird part about it was like everything's normally like in packages. But this is like they had the packages that just said like um, – <laughs> You you don't think you could find it? We have it, and it was in plastic bags, yeah, like Ziploc bags, yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck? Where did they find these cables from?" Yeah, where did they get this? Yeah. So, anyways, we're in the store. We're looking around. We're looking for this little adapter. No luck. No luck. No luck. We gotta wait in line to talk to a customer service representative at Memory Express. So and, it's a long ass line. And while we're waiting in line, I took a look around, and we realized that like everybody there is like. Pretty fucking... Pretty dirty. Pretty dirty. Like, the same... The people who are, like, still driving... Ta- like, people who still... I was going to say driving taxis. People who still wear, like, um, tearaway uh, sweats. You know, like the Dallas Cowboy tearaway sweats. Like the tax up the sides. Yeah. So, uh, we're in there. And, like Brian said, you know, this is not the creme de la creme of people. This is this is the bottom of the barrel. This is the last picks in gym class. This is the... This is the high school dropouts. This is the, just the land of broken dreams. And we're waiting in this line. And at the front of the line, there's this big dude. This dude's probably like 
like six four, six five. This guy's like two hundred eighty pounds. This guy's fucking big. Out of nowhere, here comes this little like this little like nerdy looking white guy. He's like bald as can be. He's got this round head. He's wearing like, a bright yellow jacket and like just these just terrifying eyes. And he goes up to this massive guy. And this guy's like, I don't know, he, where was he? He was like this Middle Eastern dude. Yeah, he was like Persian. Some, some this guy could easily have fucked up this little white guy. This little white guy gets right in this guy's grill and he just goes, so, I saw you uh, around the memory sticks. The guy that ignores him. And he goes, so you mean to tell me you're not buying any memory sticks? <laughs> and the guy looks at him like, dude, I don't have to answer your questions. And he just goes, no, I'm not. And he goes, really? That's Funny, because I actually observed your shopping today, and you were in the memory sticks section for at least ten minutes. And the guy goes, "Okay, maybe I was. <laughs> Nothing doesn't think anything of it, you know." Yeah. And the guy gets closer into his face. At this point, this guy's like, like a, like, like inches away from this guy, and he goes, "I'll pay you double, double for your memory sticks." And the guy goes. Why don't you just go and buy your own memory sticks? And the guy's right intense and he goes, because there's a limit of two and I already have two. That's exactly how he said it. Too. Yeah. As, as he was trying to be scary, but he's just this douchey little white guy. Yeah. There's a limit of two and I already have two. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, turns out I'm not buying any anyway. You know, just yeah. fucking with this guy. So he goes to the clerk, and he has to go pay for his memory sticks that he's been hiding behind his back this whole time. And he puts them down, and the guy goes, I knew it. I knew you had them. And he goes, I said I'd pay you double. Will you accept triple? And the guy's like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And he gives the guy the memory sticks, and the, the clerk's like, this is not how we usually do things, but this guy's kind of scaring the shit out of me, so I'm just going to let it slide. And then the guy looks at him, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, what do I have to do? What do I have to do to just shop in peace? And it's just the fucking funniest shit ever, you know? Yeah. Because, like, the, if you really need a memory stick that bad, you got to be putting some weird-ass shit on it. Why do you need so many? Memory sticks. A thing that you can get anywhere. Anywhere. And it's like, you know how much shit you can put on a, even some little rinky-dink memory stick? A lot of shit. This guy already had two, and he wanted two more. Yeah. What, are you put, fucking making a movie or something? I don't know. That guy had like a real, like a real creepy vibe to him. Yeah. That guy definitely had some illegal files he was looking to, to looking, store away. Looking to store away. Get off but that computer. The point of that story is that's what we're willing to go through, people. It's fucking Black Friday. Even Memory Express was busy. We almost witnessed the guy getting a scrap over memory sticks, and you know what? It worked because we got the adapter, and that is what helped us produce that podcast today. So. And now we're here, and we're giving you episode number 12 we're getting more content out for you and that means we're coming on strong with every two weeks we're putting out an episode starting tomorrow which is wednesday uh december, december 4th, 4th. that's that right means, calculate that in your mind two weeks from now where are we we're sitting christmas morning and you know it'll be out christmas morning underneath your christmas tree a new episode of the closing time podcast of one that we're going to talk about some christmas stuff yeah so while you're unboxing your presents, you can also unbox a brand spanking new episode of your favorite podcast. Unbox some laughs. Yeah. Why don't you? Maybe share it with your family. Maybe they want to listen to some fucking idiots talk. Maybe. Uh, and yeah, so look out for that. Speaking of unboxings. We made an unboxing video that's getting nowhere near as much love as it should. It was funny. And you know what? We worked really hard on it. Okay? Yeah. 
you know what? Go on Instagram. Go watch that. Fuck it. If you share it, we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast. We will. We'll say your name. You know what? Fuck it. Shout out to Bronson Kelly. I don't know where that guy came from, but he's supporting the shit out of us. Yeah. So and it helps a lot. And we appreciate it. Fuck it. Thanks to Bronson Kelly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go follow us on our social medias at the Closing Time Podcast on Instagram at Closing Time Pod on Twitter. Me, my personals for Instagram. Uh, follow me at Braden Solberg on Instagram and Solberg Braden on Twitter. No, don't don't even don't, don't even, go to Braden Solberg. Even, don't even go to Braden Solberg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then Milan Horansky for both social medias. He's yeah, new to Mo- Instagram, so give him some love. I got three posts up. They're doing well. People are taking notice, obviously. Yeah, so. saying look at this guy's sick gram. Yeah, they're scrolling a little bit. <laughs> they can't really scroll. But they can't just... scroll yet, but when they can, they will. Yeah, they'll scroll his profile all day and mine. So, get on those social medias. Go watch our video. Subscribe on YouTube. Fuck it. Fuck it. Do whatever you can. Help us out. We're trying here, people. Yeah. We got our own stu- studio home. Yeah. One one like and share equals one prayer. For us. <laughs> one like <laughs> equals one respect. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but. Uh. Anyways. Look out Christmas Day because we got more shit coming, more videos coming. We're excited to step up our podcast game. And as always, thanks for listening. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And.